0: Hello! Welcome or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I'm your host. What's up? My name's Chloe. If you're new here, I love to advocate for mindfulness and being present in the moment. I really emphasize the importance of that because if you're just kind of going through the motions throughout your life, you are going to snap into it one day and you're going to be like, whoa. You're going to look back and be like, whoa, like I... Missed out on so many opportunities because I wasn't actually being present. I was so focused on, you know, like the past and what has happened and the future and like what's going to happen. And I wasn't really being, you know, living in the moment. And it's important to do that. It's important to have a good balance of that. So try to implement that into your day to day life see what happens, and one thing that you are going to notice that happens is you learn a lot. You, like, retain a lot of information from just experiencing life, so that is where the name of this podcast comes into play. You learn something new every day. I like to share one thing that I learned each episode, so one thing that I learned today, I literally just learned all this information in, you know, like, 20 minutes ago. I was on the phone with my NASAm uh what's the term that he used uh advisor yes NASM advisor for this training that I am about to begin I officially am enrolled in NASM's elite program which honestly an hour ago I was calling and I was about to enroll in just the NASM certified personal trainer um I would like that's what I was gonna enroll in just that program but this is going to be a lot more studying and work, but it's going to be so worth it in the long run. It's going to save me a lot of money. It's going to save me a lot of time. It's going to, it's, it's really just going to work in my favor. And I have never, it, I'm going to be honest. It was a lot of money, but it's going to, it's all going to come back to me. Uh, You know, when I am able to use the certification and what exactly the certification is. This is what I learned. So you guys are, hopefully you learned something too. So the NASM Elite Program, basically what that covers, oh, NASM, by the way, if you don't know, National Academy of Sports Medicine, it is one of, so it's obviously like a nationally, you know, I can work anywhere around anywhere here. So I can work and what this certification, what's so special about this certification and that is it's very respected in this fitness industry it's very you know it's it's one of the most like well known and qualified and just when you have this certification let's just say people like when people see that you have the certification they're like oh shit like they are like they are super qualified you know what i mean they are like they know what they're doing they know what they're talking about so the national elite program is going to allow me to do a lot more than just you know teaching like personal training or just teaching group fitness so what it covers is certified i'd be a certified personal trainer it covers corrective exercise specialization i'll be a certified nutrition coach it covers performance enhancement, specialization, specialization, oh my goodness, I, I've honestly been talking to this, uh, advisor on the phone for so long, and I'm just, I don't know why I'm recording this right now, because I can barely talk, apparently, but we're gonna keep going. Behavior change specialization, and then I'll also be a certified group fitness instructor. So, you're probably like, Chloe, don't you already teach group fitness? Yes, I do, but technically I'm not, like, certified by a, uni- more, like, so, such a universal, certification. It's more like my studio that I work at has trained me to get where I am today. And yeah, so I'm just really excited to begin this part of my journey, I guess. I... This isn't the main focus of today's episode, but I am a spin instructor. If you didn't know, I teach bar, I teach strength, like hit classes, and I... I love fitness. I've been so passionate about, you know, working out and nutrition and just health and wellness in general. I've been so passionate about it from such a young age, and I've just always loved to learn about it. And honestly, I've never, I really didn't think that I knew what I wanted to do. And I still kind of don't, but like I kind of do. And. It's okay to not know exactly what you'd wanna do in life, especially at this age. Like, guys, I am 18 years old. Think about if, okay, think about a 22 year old. If I ask them, hey, like, were you the same person you were when you were 18? They're gonna say, hell no. Like, you changed so much. So how would someone know what they wanna do forever? I don't know, that doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, what I'm trying to say, I'm really excited because this is something I'm very passionate about. And I know I'm going to be very happy because when you are passionate about your work, it's just not only are you, you know, enjoying yourself, but like your work is so much better because you just put everything into it because you want to because you care about it. You're not just doing it to do it. You're doing it because you want to. And I think that's really rare. These days, I feel like there's a lot of people I know that are in a job or they're in a career field where they just are not happy. And some of it's time, you know, they might have just been working in that field for a long time. So some of it could just be, you know, they're straight up burnt out because it's been 30, 40 years of them doing whatever they're doing. And that's okay. That's normal. But sometimes it's just simply because people go into a job just to just because they're supposed to like just because that's what they went to school and majored in because they had to choose a major and then they had to choose a job and next thing you know like they're unhappy with this nine to five and uh, I'm not saying a nine to five is nothing against those I'm just saying for me personally if you've listened to any of my episodes you know that I that just doesn't work for me that's not my preferred time schedule and nine to five works for so many people but it also doesn't work for so many people so I'm I'm going on a rant here but just I guess what I'm trying to say is find what you are passionate about I know it's easier said than done but find what you are passionate about find what lights your soul on fire and then go after that because if you want something bad enough if you believe that you are going to get it and you believe it's already yours you can like it's it's yours you are going to get it you're going to find a way if someone wants something they're going to get it i mean i was not planning on talking about this for this long i'm sorry but last metaphor i want to use if you okay think about like i don't know like an addict or it's you know a, a, or whoa whoa a drug addict or an alcoholic if you if you give them just a little bit, and then you take it away of whatever it is, you give them a little bit of whatever it is, You maybe you let your nicotine addict friend hit, hit your vape for, you know, a second, you give them one hit, and then you take it away, and they're like, yo, like, what the heck? Like, they just got a little taste of it, and now they're not letting you hit it, they're going to go out and they're going to go get some nicotine because they because ca- they want it, okay? They don't care if their friend isn't going to give it to them. They're going to go out. They're going to do it themselves. They're going to go get it. Even if they're not of age to buy it, they are going to get someone to get it for them. And I know it like that's illegal and that is not, you know, that's pretty frowned upon. But at the same time, like, I'm just speaking the truth. That is what happens. And that is how so many underage kids get so many... You know substances that they can't actually buy; they get it through people, and that's just how it is. Um, There's just you know that's just what happens. That's it's really not news to anybody. And if it is, I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Anyway, I don't. I want to talk about my trip. <laughs> I want to talk about my trip. Okay, let's 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 turn the page. Okay, today we're gonna be talking about traveling because traveling. I just traveled recently. I'm looking outside right now. I'm in my room in, you know, Frederick, Maryland. Place that I've been for, you know, all my life. And there's snow on the ground. It's kind of raining. It's really, really, really cold. And it's gloomy as heck outside. And I really don't like it. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> uh, No, I don't. But I do. Um, anyway, I just went to warm, 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 warm Aruba. Oh my God, I went to Aruba. That's crazy to me. Like, I was in Aruba. Okay. So, if you listened to my last episode, I think I mentioned in the last episode or the last second last episode, whatever, a few episodes ago, I mentioned how I was going to go on a trip. And I am now back from my trip. I went to Aruba for a week. I was there from a Friday to a Friday, January 8th to January 15th. And I have never been anywhere. Okay let's start from the beginning well yeah technically so I have very little experience with traveling I have literally I tell people I haven't been anywhere technically when I was five years old I was on a I went on a cruise with my family it was my immediate family and then my mom's side of the family like her sister and uh my you know like my siblings and my nana and my granddad I call him G Daddy so nana and g daddy, my aunt, my uncle and all them, we all went together. We all went on this cruise. And we went to Bermuda, which is amazing, but I don't remember. <laughs> I was literally 5 years old. I don't remember this. Like this was before kindergarten. This was like the summer before. Uh, I guess it was pretty cool. I don't really remember anything. But so technically I have been out of the country, but I've never had to fly, I've never flown internationally, I've never flown quote-unquote alone, technically, yes, I was with my friends, and I wasn't just, you know, by myself in the airport flying, but I've never had to, like, I've never been flying without an adult. The last time I was on a plane was when I flew to Tennessee for Thanksgiving, it was literally just a few days, we went to Tennessee, I was with my family, I think I was in, like, 7th grade or something, maybe 8th grade, maybe... I think I was in... No, it might have actually been freshman year. So, what, 14, 15? I don't know. Somewhere around there. That's the last time I've been on a plane. It's been a few years, and I don't really remember much because my parents were with me. They got the ticket. They did all the stuff. I just kind of, like, you know, followed them through the airport and did what I was supposed to do. This was different because not only was I without a parent telling me what to do, I had to do you know, all that, but there's also a pandemic going on. And then this is also international travel. So there was a lot of just like new experiences that I got to experience. And so that was pretty cool because I just, you know, I've never traveled alone like that. I've never traveled internationally. So that was all really fun and new to me. Um, the only other time I have flown though, I mean, I've flown before, but this, I don't think I've ever, Mm maybe I don't think I've flown this long before because the flight was like four or five hours and it's it wasn't that bad I just did some coloring I did some reading I listened to music and I took a little nap I didn't actually fall asleep but I tried uh I flew when I was like one years old to Disneyland and then when I was seven to Disneyland and then I was 15 And that was to Tennessee. Yeah, 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 okay, I was 15 years old. That was the last time. And now I'm 18, I'll be 19 in March. Okay, y'all don't care. But I'm just trying to give you some context. I'm not, like, it's not like I fly all the time. So, when I was 15, actually, that one time when we flew, I hadn't flown in eight years. I didn't know what turbulence was. Like, I just dead ass did not know what turbulence was. I didn't understand that it was a thing. So, when the plane started shaking, uh... I was freaking out, but then I learned that it's kind of, I mean, it's not normal, but like, it's going to happen. Anyway, so I, this trip was really special to me. I feel like any trip like this would be special, but it was really special because it kind of kickstarted my traveling journey, I guess, if you will, because I have always wanted to travel I you know I've had my places in mind I used to watch a lot of like travel vlogs and stuff like that when I was younger like I'd love to just see people experiencing you know what I wanted to experience and I would you know watch a lot of stuff and just do a lot of research do some reading and whatnot but uh, my dream place to travel is Santorini in Greece. I'd love to go to Santorini. That is, That has been the number one like goal for a long, long time now for me. I also really want to go to Italy. I would love to go to Thailand. I'd love to go to Australia. Uh, just all these places. And then in the United States, there's obviously some places that I want to see because I've literally been to like Virginia and... West Virginia and Delaware. I've been to New York, like, but that was a while ago. That was years and years and years ago. So, long story short, I just really haven't gotten to see that many places and going to Aruba, it was like, you know, I've seen pictures and I've heard stories, but it was another thing to see it with my own two eyes and to, like, really be immersed in it because, We weren't just staying at a resort we were staying at my friend's parents house that they have down there so and it's like you know in a in a neighborhood like living next to locals like we were living it was like we were living in aruba for a week and it was just i don't know it was really cool to firsthand be like okay wow like there really is so much more out there and there's so much more to see and there's so much more to do and there's so many more people to meet like I don't know. It just, it's like something, it, it it kind of unlocked things that I already knew subconsciously, but it kind of brought them to the front of my mind. And I just thought a little bit deeper about, you know, the meaning of life and how small we are and how small our pro- all our problems are. Uh. But yeah, I've also only lived in Frederick, Maryland. So I really have just not seen that much. So let me start from the beginning of how this all happened the stars aligned with uh, this aruba trip so back in the summer like this has been a planned trip since august or something that's when i got my ticket so i met these amazing people and i had this amazing opportunity these two girls from cycle fit michaela and cam beautiful human beings inside and out they are best friends okay they are best 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 friends they're both older than me everybody in this group is older than me by at least two years and then the oldest one is gonna be 25 next month so I definitely was like the youngin of the group but it's okay because apparently I act mature and you wouldn't know otherwise so thanks guys for all hyping me up anyway Michaela and Cam these two best friends they're so cute they come to cycle fit they're wearing their gym shark outfits and like you know they're just like doing cycle classes together and they're just loving life and I was like wow like I think they're probably around my age. And I was working the front desk. I remember when they started to come in. And so I, you know, knew their names and I had their account. And I remember like clicking on their account and like looking at what birthday they put in, like under their account. And I realized that they were, you know, pretty close to my age. So uh, we started to be- slowly become friends. we talk a little bit more at CycleFit. And it- CycleFit is my work, by the way. But long story short, after like a good nine ten months or so of them coming in like we started to actually become friends friends and we would we started to hang out like this past summer we literally I didn't really know them that well before this past summer we started to actually you know get to know each other and hang out and yeah that was really great one day I'm babysitting and I get a phone call from Michaela and I was like this is kind of weird because I don't get phone calls from people and I don't like talking on the phone to people and especially if it's someone who I'm like not like if it was like my best friend like someone I've known for a while or like my sister I'm obviously gonna pick up but like other than that I'm not picking up the phone but for some reason in my heart I knew I had to pick up the phone so I pick up the phone I'm like hey what's up like what the fuck like why are you calling me not not in a rude way but you know what i mean i'm just like hey like you okay like what's up and she was like okay this is going to sound really weird and i don't know what your financial situation is right now but basically this boy she's talking to Cole oh my god we love Cole she was like so basically Cole has a house like his Cole's parents have a house in Aruba he's trying to get a group together to go in the winter in January. The tickets are 400 something dollars in January. And we all have our tickets. We're all on the same flight. We can give you the flight information, but all you have to do is get a ticket, get your passport, and then bring some money for food and stuff. Do you want to come with us? We need one more person to come with us. And I was like I was I didn't even ask who was coming. I didn't know a single person who was coming except for her friend Cam. I didn't know the guy Cole, I didn't know his parents, the you know, the owners of the house, I didn't know anything, but I was like, yes, say less, like, I am down, I am there, I didn't look at my bank account, I was just like, you know what, I'm there, I literally got home, got my ticket later that afternoon, it was like, a fast, it was crazy, and I was so excited, so, I got my ticket, I got my passport, and this was all, like, August, September, like, everything's, you know, getting in line, and I'm just like, okay, cool, perfect. So, the trip is what got me through, um, all of my mental breakdowns this past, uh, few months, and yeah, that's, that was great, I appreciated that, but a few months later, Next thing you know, it's, like, January, and then this is where we have to start, like, doing stuff again. So, obviously, we have to pack and prepare for the trip, but there's a pandemic going on. So, we have to quarantine. We all began, or, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, actually. Actually, wait. I'm getting ahead of myself. So, we started all hanging out as a group back in maybe September or so, and we all just kind of, like, would hang out every once in a while. And long story short, we got along really well, and I thought it was a really good group. There was four guys, four girls – uh, the guys were all, like, Cole's friends, and then, yeah, we just all, I don't know, I don't know how, like, I think about it, I'm, like, this group is, I don't know, like, we just got along, like, it was a good group of friends, it was a good group of people, and they were all good people, um, all of you guys are very, just kind human beings, and I appreciate you all, and, I honestly was worried to be living in a house like that like with seven other people and I've literally only lived with like my dad and my family but y'all made it like fun like that was fun and I didn't get too sick of anybody but I'm not saying I didn't not get sick Uh, anyway (laughs) we're not getting into that anyway um yeah so January comes we're all like friends and stuff and we have our countdown going and it's finally getting close. We have to fill out this ED card. It's like an embarkment embarkment and disembarkment card for traveling. And you have to fill out some information about where you're staying and you have to fill out information so that they can like know that you're quarantining and stuff if you have like, if you know, you didn't get your test or something like that. But you had to get your COVID test within 72 hours but be- before your flight takes off. So... The other part of that, you also can't get a rapid test. So you have to just pray to God, pray to the universe, pray to whatever it is that you believe in that your test results come back before your flight. And that is not always going to happen. But luckily, luckily for all of us, it did. I had to make multiple phone phone calls the night before we left and I had to make multiple like... I just had to, I had to press people. I've never, oh my god, I've never been so stressed, and I've never been so, like, straight up and, like, pushy on the phone, but, like, because I understand. I'm I'm someone who, like, really puts into perspective what other people are thinking, and so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, like, they go through this all the time. There's always people on the phone, you know, probably giving them crap, like, where's my test results? Where's my test results? And they're like, we, you know, like, we don't get them until we get them. Like, There's so many people like that, but they actually messed up on their end with mine, so uh, thank God I was pushy because it helped me, and it, it literally saved my ass. So anyway, I don't even feel like explaining that, but COVID test, ED card, ticket, passport, all that stuff, packing, quarantining, all of that happened. I started quarantining... Uh, and I'm already pretty careful. I really don't see anybody. I just go to work and I see like one or two or three friends, and then I come home and I see my dad. But I like strictly didn't see anybody, and I was extra careful at work. Um, I started quarantining on Christmas, I think, like after I saw my family, like my mom and my siblings. I, after that, I was like, okay, peace out. No one's going to hear from me. (laughs) Just kidding. No one's going to see me in a, a bit. Anyway, I made my packing list. I made my preparation list and I packed way less than I thought I would need to. And then it turned out to be more than I needed. So, which honestly, I didn't even pack that much. I'm very, I take pride in that, in my packing skills. I pack very efficiently and I never overpack like, ever. Like, when I say that I had more than I needed, like, it wasn't a lot more. Like, it was, like, barely anything more. But, like, what I'm saying is I packed, like, the perfect amount. That was all good. I had money saved to bring so that I could get food and, you know, whatever else. I had sunscreen. I got my my friends who knew the area and I had my, you know, Cole, he knew the area, obviously he had the house and he's been there before. He knew the area and he knew how things went down. So I felt really safe. And Aruba has a very low crime rate and Aruba is a beautiful place because the sun is very strong. Yes. But it's like outside of the hurricane belt, there's a breeze so that you're not like burning every second. I mean, you have to be careful with your skin, but There's a breeze so that you're not like literally like inside. You're not like burning up, and feeling like you're about to die because there's a nice breeze and it cools you down. Okay, so here's my experience. I guess again, beautiful place. And this whole experience made me feel very grounded. Made me feel very just like connected with the earth again. I it it made me just feel like this world is so small. Like seeing flying to one place and then being in a completely different place like a few hours later it's just kind of i don't know it it kind of messed up my head a little bit <laughs> but it also made me think and it just made me i don't know it just made me think and reflect about a lot of things it just made me feel very small in the world and not in like an a i mean yeah in like an irrelevant way but like it, in a way where it made in like a freeing way you know what I mean? Like, it was like, okay, like, your problems are so little. Your, your, like, whatever is bothering you, like, most days, like, it's so relevant and it's so little and it's such a small issue and it doesn't even exist to the people that we were next to, like, in Aruba, if that makes sense. So, like, we're sitting there on the beach and it's, like, the family next to me or the, the locals who are, you know sitting like living next to us like my problems like is the least of their concerns and I don't know it's just kind of like cool to think about that stuff I had a lot of firsts with this uh trip I was you know like I said surrounded by very different people and very different surroundings there were stray dogs everywhere there were palm trees there was this beautiful blue ocean and If you know me at all, you know the ocean and the sun is my, that is my happy place. That is my happy place. I've always felt connected to the water. I've been a swimmer since I was five years old, like before the freaking, before kindergarten. And I've just always loved the water. And I literally did not leave the ocean except to put sunscreen on and to hydrate and then I'd be hopping right back in that water, and I would be, you could swim so far out because the water was so clear, and it was so salty, so you could just float super easily, and there wasn't a strong current or anything like that, like there were some waves, but nothing crazy, and I do love waves, but um, it was, it's also nice to just kind of, you know, like float on your back and not get uh, pulled to the ground, I guess, but Yeah, beautiful place, beautiful place. I snorkeled for the first time. We got on a boat. It was Cole's birthday, the last full day that we were there. And we went on this, like, little party boat thing. It was fun. There was, like, a slide. There was a swing. It was an open bar. Also, the drinking age there is 18. I'm 18. So I was allowed to drink there before anyone says anything. This was allowed. And also, it was so weird because... Two things were just very surreal there. One, with the drinking age, like, I was able to just go and buy stuff. And the other thing, they didn't even ID me, though. Like, they literally didn't ID anyone at all. I don't think a single person there got ID'd once when we were all there. Which is, I mean, whatever. Like, none of- all of us are of age anyway. But I just thought that was kind of, like, funny. And it was just so different from what you see here. And then, also with COVID, yes, you had to wear, like, masks inside and everything, but Aruba was so good about having to be tested, and they were so strict about it, like, if you didn't get your results back, basically all that happened, you could still get on the flight, and you could still go on your trip, but you had to get tested in their airport, and then you had to quarantine until your results were back, and it costed, like, cost, like, $75 or something stupid like that, but, um, I mean, it makes sense, you you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes, and... Aruba is has like little to no COVID at all like on that island because they're so good about the testing and they're so good about those protocols and they have it under control so everyone there is just you know like everyone is healthy like it's not it's like yes you have to wear masks because it's such a touristy spot but like to get there, everyone that is there was tested and tested negative. You know what I mean? Like there, you can't be out and testing positive for COVID. Like, so it was almost like it didn't exist down there in a way. And it was really cool to kind of like experience that again, I guess. Um, that was pretty surreal. Um, but yeah, I bought alcohol for the first time. I do in fact not have a fake ID. So this was my first time buying anything. So that was kinda cool, I guess. Um Yeah. So I'm gonna say about that. I'm really proud of myself though, because I didn't get nothing happen I didn't get sick or anything like that. Like I I was safe about everything. I was very hydrated as well. I was peeing like every two minutes because I was like, it is hot here and I need to stay hydrated. So I always felt pretty good and I'm glad that I was like on top of that. I also was really on top of my sunscreen. I was the only one in the group who didn't get burnt at least one day. Um, yeah, I, and my skin, if you know me, my skin is very fair. It's very light. I'm just a very pale person. I don't tan, I burn. So I I mean, I can tan if, like, I have, like, a good base coat going, but, like, I... It's January, okay? I'm gonna burn. The sun there is strong. You're by the equator. No way in hell was I about to risk that. So, I was good about my sunscreen. I didn't get burnt. I was very proud of myself. um But, yeah, I... It was just different. I lived with seven people I didn't know a few months ago. They're all older than me. And it was my first, like, vacation alone, like, my first time flying alone, my first time, quote-unquote, living alone, like, without a parent, you know what I mean? Because technically, like, I haven't lived, like, on my own like that at all. I've only been with, like, my family and my dad, like I mentioned earlier. But, yeah, honestly, though, I realized I, I cannot live with people, okay? Uh, I love this group, and I, I loved being with them for the week, but, um, I've always suspected that I, I've always known, I I never wanted a roommate. I've never wanted to live with people. I just, I get irritated with people and I don't want to talk to people. Okay. I need my alone time. I'm such an introvert. Okay. I, I need it. So just, I don't know. It, it just kind of confirmed for me, like being, you know, Waking up and going to bed and cooking meals and being in the kitchen and sharing space. It all just, it was fun, but like not for me. You know what I mean? Like when I wake up, I want to walk to the coffee machine with no pants on and I don't want anyone to say anything to me. Even if it's just good morning, I don't want anybody to look or breathe in my direction. Okay? Anyway. Anyway that is really what I had written down in my notes and I think that's where I'm gonna start to wrap this up but yeah all in all I love I was very happy during this trip I miss it a lot I have been having dreams about Aruba literally every single night since I got back it's been over a week I'm recording this on the 26th of January we've been back for 11 days and I yeah anyway (laughs) oh goodness I will trap but you know I I'm just gonna have to travel again soon so anyway I hope you guys learned something I hope you enjoyed this episode I know it was like different but I had a different experience so I wanted to talk about it so thank you guys for listening always appreciate you for um give it you know letting me take some of your time out of your day I hope you have a great rest of your day or evening whenever you're listening to this make sure to you know follow this podcast if you want to reach out to me or just follow me on instagram it's chloe.vetter C H L O E as in violet e-t-t-e-r you can let me know what you thought about this episode you can let me know any requests you can let me know any co- like comments or questions you have literally whatever just let me know I will see you guys next Friday for another episode. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye.